Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. But this particular person has to be extremely aware and attuned to things. They, if you can find someone that can pick- reality. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I don't need to be, be woke or in touch with, but they, <laughs> they need to know with what kind of language they use on TikTok versus Facebook. They just yes. need to know how people talk about things. Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Levenger. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am also joined by Lucas Walker, and we're going to be walking you through something big today, big trending topic, creative strategy, one of the biggest, largest up-and-coming roles within the DTC industry. So let's talk about where is this role going? Where is the industry headed with this? And how can we fit this new role into the current set of creative team that we already have built for our DTC brands. Thank you for joining me, Lucas. No, no disrespect to anyone who, who is really successful, but when you can kind of practice something for six weeks and turn it into a lot of profitability, just there, there, I mean, there's cool, a reason though. that doctors, <laughs> I mean, it's great, but there's a reason that, that doctors and lawyers go to school for a gazillion years. Just hard things True. are, are hard. Absolutely. And I'm excited to just be a bit of a sounding board for the, for this one because you, you posted this to, to Twitter and it kind of picked up a little bit. So I'm curious to just really dive more into really the future of creative strategy. Yeah, th- th- this is one of the most interesting spots to be in, I think, in the DTC industry right now, because just recently last year, we saw a new role come up and that was UGC creators, very large influx of people into the industry and the market. And it was a, a kind of a big boom last year. Interestingly enough, this year we found another role kind of morphed itself, created itself out of the needs that were coming out of the iOS 14 aftermath, one of which was creative strategy. And I think it's such a new role for DTC brands and the marketers themselves that people aren't quite sure what to do with it. So my question to you is, in your experience, what do you think about this role as a creative strategist? Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's something that is going to fill a hole for the time being and then dissolve off? What do you think about it? I mean, I think it's really threefold. One is it's a natural evolution of being able to put up just simple ads and, and make sales. It was too easy for a long time. And I think this is a natural evolution of not just being able to say, hey, buy this, here's the price, to being able to identify some of the creative lovers that make a good ad the same way that we saw television and stuff take off when really you couldn't measure the successes directly. So you had to be able to measure the, the quality of what you were putting out there. So I think it is that natural evolution of just a more competitive landscape. The second thing is What's old is new again. Just having some sort of creative director or creative strategist, I think that it's you need someone there who who understands it, who understands how to bring it together. And the third aspect of that is, as customers experience your brand across different platforms, whether it's on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, retargeting ads in their inbox, in their text message conversations, it needs to be different for each medium, but familiar and cohesive. So without seeing this message was sent by brand XYZ, who sent it just by the look, feel, and tone of it. So I think it's those three elements that are really bringing it back to that creative strategist role and, and position and, and really someone who has to manage that as things just have another layer of, of complexity. 
Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you've really hit the nail on the head, the fact that there's so many different mediums for marketing nowadays, SMS and email and paid advertising, organic, TikTok, social, like there's, there's just this giant bucket that we have to fill full of content. And it's very difficult, I think, for brands in particular, brand founders, to find the time to stay up on all of these different things that we have to have to be able to get our customers to click and buy. So it's interesting, though, that you brought that up, because I feel like this particular role requires then a person who has an insane amount of experience, <laughs> just massive amounts of experience in all kinds of different things. And in my experience as a creative strategist and as consumer behavior analyst, it's been super important for me to have graphic design and copywriting and email and landing page, like and website, all of that experience really just helps to build all of these strategies. My question to you would then be, what do you think is the required skill set, like the core skill set for the people that are going to be going into this position? I think first and foremost, you have to be a good writer and not just a copywriter, but a good communicator. You can't just say this ad looks like shit. And unless it's your graphic designer who you've been working with forever and knows what you mean and knows what's wrong with it, you need to be able to clearly articulate what works, what doesn't work, fill in the yeah. gaps of your team. And that's that's the power of working on a team is that you all bring something to, to the table. If you and I were working together on a project, I'm sure you could cover a lot of my blind spots that I don't even know I have and, and vice versa, where it's just one of us can look at the other and say, hey, this, this button needs to be green. It, it, like, it blends in too much. Call back yeah. to the, the last episode with Avi and really understanding that, okay, you know what? The key theme of, of this this messaging sprint or this campaign is is taste. Everything needs to yeah. mention taste and really pulling that together and being able to clearly communicate with that within a team. Yeah. But also if you can't read a, a couple of sentences and clearly know what's going on and how to take action, the visuals, the the medium doesn't really matter if you're just you're just spewing out garbage. So yeah. uh, I think that really writing is the, the first aspect, and some sort of element of visual design for either email templates and just getting everything looking good. Your actual ads and, and being able to to run some videos and some some photos, which is funny because I'm I'm very much an audio guy. I have a whole audio company. You're listening to this this <laughs> podcast on either Apple or Spotify. Hopefully you've left a five-star review, but if you do want something a little bit more visual, we will probably have a write-up in whale mail in the triple whale email. So go check that out if you are more of a visual person. So I would say that really a writing element as sort of the, the captain or the quarterback, and then a visual element as sort of that that vice captain or second in command is sort of that that hierarchy of, of at a core is what, what's necessary. Yeah, I will add to on on top of that too something that you touched on that I'm sure you knew this, but for those who don't know this, you need to be aware. This person who's going into this role has to be incredibly aware of things. I think you need those core like foundational skills, copywriting, graphic design, at least some sort of like paid advertising background. But this particular person has to be extremely aware and attuned to things. They, if you can find someone that can reality. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I don't need to be, be woke or in touch with, but they, <laughs> they need to know with what kind of language they use on TikTok versus Facebook. They just yes. need to know how people talk about things, whether or not TikTok made me buy it or as seen on TikTok. Subtle yep, nuance, exactly. but a good credit strategist will say no one on TikTok says as seen on TikTok. It just, it doesn't fit in. Exactly. You need great, to have someone who understands point. the language 
They have to be able to understand the cultural references. And that takes somebody who's actually involved in the platforms. If you hire creative strategists and ask them a couple weeks in if they're active on TikTok and they say, I don't have a TikTok, that's concerning to me. <laughs> yeah, at least browse. They don't a have to be posting. Yes, they don't have to actually be posting their own content. But I want to see that they're at least consuming. I think one of the best creative strategists you could get is someone who consumes the content at least on a weekly basis hopefully on a daily basis, because they have to be plugged into the culture. They need to understand why the humans that are in the platforms are doing what they're doing. Even now, as, I, as I'm producing different, all kinds of different content involving the same format, when I watch something like a unscripted competition reality show, I'm looking at it from a, a different lens than just someone who wants to see the competition. Yeah, exactly. Well, and this happens everywhere. Every single platform has their own culture because they have their own demographics, but they also have their own in-platform UX. The way people are using the platform will change what goes on the platform. All yeah, of even this the order is kind of, of thing, Yeah, even the order of things being presented. It's do you just cut the intro out entirely yeah. and jump right into it, or does it need an intro? You see all yeah. kinds of old videos from like 15, 20 years ago, and it's the first 30 seconds are just presented by the Starbucks coffee company. <laughs> but now it's just like someone drinking coffee because you know it's Starbucks. And it goes back to the, that's yeah. the, the brand is, that look and feel. So one yeah. other thing that yeah. you, you mentioned here just as we, we take it home is, is the Dalmatian effect. Tell, tell us a little bit about the Dalmatian effect. And I'm I, I'm grabbing the, the steering wheel here because I, I don't know enough about this. So I'm, I'm really hoping you're not gonna gonna ask me. I hope that you'll you'll just articulate <laughs> it to the audience and uh, our listener. <laughs> yeah. So this this came off of one of the tweets that I did actually about creative strategy. And you, you can go follow me over on Twitter at, at Sarah Levenger. And I go deep dive into all of this stuff. You can kind of just go down my tweets and find all kinds of random tidbits about this. But this one in particular is still pinned as of August 16th to the top of my profile. And this one was talking about specifically what it takes for a creative strategist to be very good at their jobs. We're not fully media buyers, like paid advertisers. And we're not fully creative producers. We're not strictly UGC creators or graphic designers or copywriters, we're kind of a mesh of all of it, which is the reason why I call the Dalmatian effect. So we have the core of our being, <laughs> which is paid advertising background, but then we have all these spots of just, I have experience in landing pages and an email and an SMS. I have experience with writing customer briefs or doing customer interviews. All of these experiences help us as kind of the Dalmatian of the DTC industry to do a really good job at staying plugged into the culture, understanding the, the brand KPIs and where the brands want to go, and also being able to deliver something to the consumers that's visually interesting and easy to digest so that people will click. That's, that's what we're getting towards. So it's gonna be interesting to see where this industry goes next. I think creative strategists are gonna become more and more important and they're gonna be in higher demand which means we're going to need more education. So it's going to evolve as we go along. We're just seeing the very beginning of it. But I think that's kind of where the industry is headed next. I agree. And so, uh, yeah, let's let's wrap it up there. Let's, let's do the outro. Everyone's, every host's least favorite part. <laughs> least favorite part. Thank you for joining me today, Lucas. If you guys want to follow me, I'm over on Twitter, like I said, at Sarah Levenger. Go check it out. I've got lots of cool stuff going over on Twitter. Otherwise, please like and subscribe. We're on all your favorite podcast platforms. We're on Shopify, on Apple. We are also on Amazon. And Spotify. if you enjoyed this episode, you, you did it. Oh, Spotify. That's five, that's five bucks to the swear jar. Yeah, you said we're on I Shopify. Did. <laughs> So we're, we're not on Shopify. Shopify. I mean, the, the website we're is on, on Shopify. Shopify. You can go buy some pit stop merch. You can get a nice <laughs> guest number two mug for like eight bucks because it's print on demand. But no, Dude, we're, we're not on amazing. Shopify. Try, try again. Technic we're not on Shopify. We're on. <laughs> 
We're on Spotify. <laughs> we are on Spotify. We are on Amazon and we are on Apple Podcasts. Please go over and subscribe. Like if you liked this one. Also, please leave a review for us. We would love to hear your thoughts about what you think about the episode. And other than that, thank you for joining me, Lucas. We'll see you guys next always, time. Always a pleasure. Triple Will is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewill.com and sign up today.